0: This is the WZ Podcast with J-Rod here. Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, Jay rod here. So let's begin with the latest shocking news that took place this past week, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, the saga continues with WWE. It appears eight more wrestlers were released. And here are the names. John Morrison, Tegan Knox, Shane Thorne, Jackson Riker, Drake Maverick, Isaiah Surf Scott, Top Dollar, and Ashanta Dean Adonis. Now, let's talk about what happened about this. The one shocking thing that surprised me, they let go of all the members Of Hit Row. And to me, that kind of goes like, "What the fuck is this about?" It tells, it kind of tells me is like, first, it was B-Fab. Now, if you guys recall, B-Fab signed a new deal with them a week prior before her release. Now, according to what certain sources were saying, that Hit Row would do just fine without her. Okay, I understand that part, but the decision to release all all of them? That was kind of strange. Now, new information is coming out about Top Dollar the saying that he rubbed WWE staff or whoever inside backstage the wrong way. And that both Isaiah Swerve Scott and Ashanta D. Adonis were caught in the crossfire. Now, there is no 100% con- confirmation that that's what happened, but Vince did believe that Top Dollar would have been a huge star, and uh, Ashante was just the, the guy who just hang around with them. That is something we've been that was later explained to me today on on social media. But it was kind of strange. First BFAP, now all three of them. Now, do I think they could sign them with AEW? To be honest with you, I feel the only person that has a much better chance to be signing anywhere is Isaiah Sir Scott. And I said this before on, on many of my friends... On social media that I believe Isaiah Swerve Scott's going back to his old name, which is Shane Strickland, the King of Swerve. And that is something I definitely could go behind because that, that's what I, I miss. I miss that character that we, that we love so much. And I do remember he praised Cody um, with what he was doing. But I would love to see him but, uh, be in AEW, but right now he's not. But we'll see what happens then. Now let's go over some certain people here. John Morrison. Now, we all know he came back recently. Not too long ago, his wife, Taya Valkyrie, better known as Frankie Monette, was released. And that was another shocking thing. However, uh, you guys may have heard right now, his wife is out on social media telling people do not support WWE. And I know some of you WWE loyalists are listening or saying, Fuck you, Tail Valkyrie. you probably saying that. I get that. But the problem is this. There's a lot of mistakes that were being done by WWE. Now, I'm not saying it's the wrestler's fault. It's the decisions. And I'll get to a bit, a bit about that. But I know for a fact John Morrison, he would definitely be booked anywhere. Are there any indications that he could go back to Impact Wrestling, go back to Johnny Mundo? I don't know. I mean, definitely he could. I mean, he's still in, in good shape. But beyond that... I don't know. Now let's look at Drake Maverick. Who could we forget about last year that he was released from the company and he ended up going to NXT and then they rehired him again. And that was because Triple H wanted it that way. And that kind of puts everything in perspective. But I did love what Drake Maverick did as soon as he got the call. Now they're saying that this video was released that was made that very same year this whole thing happened. But however, many people praise Drake Maverick for what that video said. You may get fired, but you will never get fired from pro wrestling. And that, and to me, tells me it's true. So, what if you got fired from WWE? There are other opportunities in the world. I mean, he could definitely go back to Impact or go with AW. You know, it all depends on who wants him, and I could definitely see him in A.W. because he is amazing. I met him one time during Comic Con. This was during that time where he was chasing the 24/7 belt that Truth had in his possession, but it was great. And Teganox, boy, I have to say, I questioned a lot. I'm like saying, "What the fuck has been going on with her since she came back?" Now, keep in mind. We saw her, she came back during that NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match where Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell lost those titles to Io Shirai and Zoe Starks. Now, my initial assumption, and I'm assuming many of you guys who are listening are thought the same thing too. She was supposed to rekindle the feud in, in NXT with Candice LeRae, but it never happened. All of a sudden, she just gets called up to the main roster with Shotzi Blackheart. And then we haven't seen her for quite some time. And I'm like thinking, man, these people don't even know what the fuck are they doing. I have to say, WWE made some poor piss decisions on this part. I mean, look, they could have kept her on NXT if they should have. Because I feel they could have built her up more, but they didn't. They just rushed it because we all know what happened with uh, many of the wrestlers before that were released. And this happened. So I could definitely see her anywhere. I mean, right now, to me, with her, it's a tough call to to put out where she's going to go. I mean, I would like to see her in AW because I know for a fact she could elevate the women's division down there. And there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that could work. But the real question is, would AEW sign her? Because here's the thing, out of all the... Well, let me explain this a little bit later. Uh, right now, let's talk to the last two people on the list. We have Shane Thorpe. You remembered him as Slapjack in the Retribution. I'm like, man, this guy really got sh- lost in the frickin' shuffle. And Slapjack is the worst character I've ever seen. I'm like, what the fudge here, people. And then of course there's Jackson Ryder. Riker. If you guys remember, he was being he said something that kind of made things like racial or controversial. Some people said you release these they released Macklin and the other guy from the Forgotten Sons, and he stayed. And people questions like, What the fuck, WWE, why keep him? But you release the other two. We all know where Steve Macklin is. He's right now in Impact. Making a name for himself. But with Jackson Riker, there is no possible way he will ever get on Impact or AEW. The only promotion that most likely that could take him is NWA. And uh, I'm sorry to say this, folks, but it is true. It is what it is. I'm just, I'm really kind of messed up. I mean, look, this, this list, look, here are the wrestlers I definitely could see in AEW. Only half of them. I see John Morrison, I see Tegan Nox, um, Drake Maverick, Isaiah Scott. These are the four people, in my own opinion, I would love to see them in AEW. Now, I, I don't know if you guys, who would you like to see out of this list go to AEW? Now, I know for sure all not all of them would go, but I would see that happen. I mean, But right now, there's a lot of talk about this. I want to put this that relates to these latest releases. You may have heard that Jeff Jarrett has been in talks about forming another promotion. Now, some of you are saying, oh, come on, Jeff. We have to go through this again. We all know he was the founder of TNA. But his other promotion that he formed after he left TNA, Global Force Wrestling, was a freaking disaster. Yes, folks, you heard me right. It was a disaster. I don't know what was going on there. And it didn't do so well. But the real question is, do we really need to see that? However, it's now been saying that he's been in talks with someone he knows. You may know him. We heard that he's been in talks with Conrad Thompson. You guys know he's he's been uh, helping out AEW in the past. He's also the son-in-law of the Nature Boy Ric Flair. And... <laughs> I feel like, okay, if that's going to take place, they better be tread carefully how they want to do this because here's the thing. Not a lot of the wrestlers from these releases are ever going to go to AEW. Impact Wrestling, we know for a fact that they may not have the financial resources to get these wrestlers. I know recently I heard that they are thinking about getting Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman and I forgot who else, but I don't know about that. But the latest story that's been said, there people are saying, that Triple H may be on his way out. Because all these wrestlers that were picked. That were released for NXT. These were Triple H's guys. These are the guys. Tri- these are guys that Triple H picked. For his vision. And that kind of tells me. In a in pers- perspective. Not a lot of these guys are, are still around. I mean we ask ourselves. Who's left? And many say Triple H Should leave WWE and form his own promotion to help these wrestlers that were released. But Dave Mouser doesn't believe that that could happen because we all know what happened to Triple H not too long ago. He had a a cardiac event and led him to waste a lot of money on that. But do we think he has the financial resources? I don't know. But, however, this is my opinion. If Triple H is even think about Forming a promotion of his own, the first thing I would do is find a financial backer. Yes, guys, you probably heard me right. If you guys remember, AEW was financially backed by Shahi Khan, the father of Tony Khan. He backed them up gave them $100 million to start up AEW. And I say if Triple H is planning or uh, thinking about leaving WWE and form his own promotion, I would find a financial backer who would believe in this promotion. That's what I would do. But, however, I don't know if that's the case that he would want. But, for me, I would love to see that happen because it could help the wrestlers that were released. Because, mostly, what I look in WWE, they're, they're mostly relying on some of the older wrestlers. Their job is not giving the newer wrestlers the recognition that it deserves. And that's the problem that they're dealing with. And... I'm sorry to say this, folks. WWE is no longer the place to go anymore. And if they keep this up, it's someone else is going to step up and take their thunder. But, however, I have to say that this is really ridiculous. The, I thought that we were done, but frankly, it did not. So, but we'll just hope and wait and see. If there's no more coming up. Now, the latest news is coming for Wrestle Kingdom. This for for day three of Wrestle Kingdom, I don't remember which number. As you know, there's going to be three days of Wrestle Kingdom by New Japan. Apparently the third day, we're gonna have a collaboration between both New Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah. That's right, folks. We're gonna have a grudge fight. This is something that many people might have wanted in Japan or if you're a big fan of these two. Now here's who they talk to in the for the New Japan side, we have Shingo Tagagi, Kaguchika Okada, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. For Noah, Katsuhiko Nakajima, Kaito Miyomiya, and Keiji Mudo, also known as the Great Muda. Now, each of these wrestlers, they talk about who they'd like to challenge. Shingo said he would like to challenge um, Nakajima and Keiji Mudo. He said he would like to challenge those. Okada has been hearing recently that he will that. Kaito uh, mi, um Miyamiya wants to challenge him And, of course you know he's not too impressed by him by his but there is one person that would love to challenge him and that person is none other than the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. now some of you say why is would a guy like him wants to challenge this kid there is a reason why he did explain. when he looks at Kaito um Kimia he it made him th- it makes him think this kid reminds me of me. So basically, it's like saying, okay, I'm the ace of, of New Japan. And I look at um, Miyomiya. He is the ace. He's becoming the ace of pro wrestling Noah. And to me, I have no problem with that. It's like you're looking at the past versus the future. And that kind of fits in pretty well in the present but I would love to see all these matches. I mean, this is one of those matches we definitely, I mean, definitely can get behind. I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm excited for this. I'm like like a kid on freaking Christmas, if you know what I'm talking about. So, to me, this is going to take place. There already is press conferences, but I'm like, I'm so excited for this, folks. I'm just excited completely with Pro Wrestling NOAH and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, some of you probably asked me, which promotion is better? Look, let me put it to you. Let me tell you which is my five top wrestling promotions from Japan. Number one, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Number two, Pro Wrestling NOAH. Number three, Dragon Gate. Number four, DDT Pro Wrestling, and finally number five, All Japan Pro Wrestling. In that order, those are like my five. Those are all for the pure Russo style. Uh, the Yoshi, that's a different story. I'll probably do that another time. But I can tell you which is like. Well, I can tell you which one's my my top. Like, uh, if you want, I'll give. I'll tell you right now. Anyway, number one is Stardom. Two is Tokyo Yoshi Pro. Three. Uh, Ice Ribbon. Four. Sendai Girls, and five. Um, of course, I forgot which one. That is, uh, that's so marvelous, pro wrestling. That's that. But my f- kind of like uh, one of my favorite ones to watch. That it's fun. Like the unofficial number is well, there's two of them. There's Got to Move and of course. Uh, World, world Woman Pro Wrestling Diana. But that's a different conversation for another time, people. But that's how it is with pro, with the ones in, in, in the Per Russo style that I enjoy. And I have to say, these individuals are kind of like what we need to see. Now, there's an endless possibilities. Now, you probably ask, has there ever been a collaboration with these guys? I know that there have been wrestlers that exchanged from New Japan to NOAA. Uh, Suzuki-Gun were in NOAA for a short time, but they had New Japan had to pull them out because of situation that took place. Apparently, Pro Wrestling NOAA were dealing with some setbacks. They were being accused, involving themselves with the Yakuza's. If you guys don't know who they are, they are the Japanese mafia. So that was the last thing I heard until they moved. Um... I have seen many of the Pro Wrestling Noah events are pretty good. I enjoyed it. But my favorite is the the, the junior Noahs, which is just all the junior heavyweights in pro wrestling Noah. They're I have to say they're amongst the best what they can do. We've seen wrestlers that came from Noah in New Japan, like Kenta, uh Taiji Shimuri, um, I'm trying to think of Kanamoru, before when he joined um uh, what's his what's their name? suzuki Goon. But there have been wrestlers that been there like Brian Danielson, Roderick Strong, um, Eddie Edwards, many others as well. But this is with New Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah. this is something I will definitely can get behind. So can wait. I'm excited. I'll get the popcorn ready when that day comes. Now, before I end it here short because uh, I have other things I need to do, I got to be at some Shende, but I'm not going to get too much into it. The last thing before I go, I did mention that there was that Acres Girls were shutting down. Well, apparently uh it's already been how do I say uh confirmed from a from the English account on Twitter. Uh let me pull it up. I have it saved up. Let's see. So this is from this is what they're saying. This was an update that was released um when was this happen? This happened on the 16th of November. This is what we that was later told. A little update on the status of At-Risk Girl. Mari has tweeted that At-Risk Girl is not going away. Just the colors and beginning brands. I don't know if it means that At-Risk Girls will continue running wrestling shows. Or that they are just um, essentially be parent company to ARG. And focus on that. Um, I didn't create this account to speculate. So I won't. But Mari's tweet makes sense. Uh, makes seems like the end is, isn't is inevitable. For now, I will continue as the usual post alert. Bl- uh, bios and etc. Et so what is going on? They have these shows. Kind of like what we've seen with WWE and Raw and SmackDown with you know, they have colors and beginnings. I seen many of their shows of that they're really fun. So it looks like they're trying to maybe shut down those brands and just focus on something else right now, maybe the main brand or something. I, I don't know exactly. But it I have seen recently uh Yuna Mizumori from Got to Move has been making appearances. Even their top champion from Across Grove made appearances in Got to Move. But I don't know. I, I was thinking I'm like, okay, hopefully that's the case. If it is and thank God. I mean, I I seen Akras Girls a few times. Pretty good show, I, I think. This one is number six on my part. If you guys probably ask me, what's number seven for me. It's Oz Academy. But there's very others that I enjoy. But but yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of weird for for what's really going on. I think there was a lot of panic mode if you're fans of the Yoshi wrestling style. But just to how to say put you guys at ease. But it's not going to happen. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed me this podcast. I'm sorry I have to keep this short. But the reason I had to keep this short is because, like I said, I got to be somewhere. There's a little shinde going on in my church. And I don't want to go. But sadly, I'm being obligated to go. If you guys probably want to know why, I'm the drummer slash percussionist in the group. And they kind of made me the director of the music group. Yeah, that's why. I play music. I love music, but I love pro wrestling a whole lot. So that's what's happening. But I hope you guys enjoyed me. I know some of you guys are trying to deal with the whole thing with what's going on with WWE and all this and that. And I hope you guys are excited to see the showdown between both Pro Wrestling Noah and New Japan Pro Wrestling. And. Hopefully things with at girls work out uh, perfectly. But, for now, I will see you guys in the next DWZ Podcast time. Same DWZ Podcast uh, channel. I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye. And have a nice day. Bang!